This is Movie Night with the Boys. Hi, welcome to Movie Night with the Boys. We're a podcast that talks about movies, TV shows, and eventually we'll get around to talking to video games. I'm Zach, and today we have a special guest with us. He hasn't been here for a little while, but he's back. He is back. Hey John is back. So, so John, What's happening? what have you been watching in your absence? Oh, that's a list. Um, I watched all the Resident Evil series. Loved it. Uh, how is that? I, I, zombies. No, no, no. I got, I, I'm like three episodes in and I just forgot about it, to be honest. So I just never finished it. Not because I, loved I didn't it. like it. I loved it. I was so bummed when I found out that I was in the last episode because I went to go watch the next one and there was nothing. And it just. Oh, so, 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 you're, so basically you're saying it has a shitty ending. No, because no, you don't no, know no. that it's it, ending. It has a good cliffhanger. It has a good cliffhanger. All right, a solid cliffhanger. I uh, let's see. I watched, I watched Day Shift. That's coming. I think we'll talk about that sometime soon. Yeah. Um, well, see. that's what we're gonna do next week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little spoiler. Uh, way, way, way early spoiler. Um, I saw just last night. I think it was last night. Maybe no, no. Two nights ago now, I saw Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the most redundant title in all of history, which we are talking about today. Along with Bullet Train, which yep, we're gonna do both. Yep, just very quickly, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two theater movies. Little bring me back into the fold, but a little bit easily. Not so heavy on the having to write stuff down and remember everything. We're just going to be comfortable. We're going to relax. We're going to talk about it real quick on the breakdown, and then we're going to give our thoughts. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, I've watched a shit ton of anime recently. Um, yeah, just a lot of anime. I'm three seasons deep into Teen Wolf right now. I'm getting ready for that movie to drop, which we will cover. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and I have to say... I finally realized that the first two, say let's say two to three seasons of CW shows are the best. And then once you start getting into fourth season on, the shows just deteriorate. Every show, every CW show. So I think that's, that's cool. what they should do. They should make three seasons and call it quits. You know what I mean? Like, that's it, right? Um, but yeah, basically just, shit ton of anime um went to the movies twice last week right so um yeah right i went once for my birthday and then i guess i went twice for my birthday <laughs> right ty took ty took me to the movies even though i bought the tickets um but he bought the popcorn and stuff so it was you know it cost more for the popcorn and shit right so and then, yeah, and then my dad took me to go see Bullet Train on uh, Friday. So. Nice. Yeah. And then, what did you see uh, with Ty? Uh, Dragon Ball. Oh, that was okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was on Thursday. So, yeah, literally Thursday, Dragon Ball, Friday, Bullet Train. Right? So, Excellent. Yeah. The one thing that I haven't watched, though, I must say, which I'm kind of upset with myself, but like I don't go anywhere, so that's the problem, is I didn't, I have, I still haven't bought the Green Lantern movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So I listen to the review from the boys because it's a DC movie, and I don't have my self invested in that so much. But um, I forgot to mention I also saw Nope. Ah. Uh. I wanted to see that, but they're only playing at 10 p.m. at night for some reason here. So I was a little annoyed because I probably would have seen that instead of Bullet Train. But I did enjoy Not Bullet Train, so I, I'm kind of glad. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I will say, knowing you as well as I know you, there would have been at least one point in Nope where you were like, what the fuck? I said, Why is I, this even here? 
I said that multiple times while watching Bullet Train. So <laughs> I think I would, I think, no, but see, here's the thing though. Like I like the Jordan Peele movies. Like I liked his fucked up movies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah. So I, I, I don't know, but like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I would enjoy it. I already know the majority of the premise of it. Right. So, and I love yeah. aliens. <laughs> so this is the thing. There's, there's just one, like, I, I'll call it five minutes of that movie that doesn't fucking matter. It's irrelevant. It's almost completely and utterly useless. There is next to no involvement in the actual plot to it whatsoever. It is legitimately a filler scene. And Like, like in Superhero, uh, when we had to watch the scene between two guys who aren't in the movie fight for ten fucking minutes? Like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, speaking of you know. superhero, <laughs> this kid came and saw Dragon Ball Superhero with me. Tell him cover up his nips. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be putting this on the internet, kiddo. You can't. You gotta cover yourself up if you're gonna be on TV. But he, yeah. uh, he loves. He loves. Who's the big guy? Remember. You don't remember his name. He loves Selmax. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Piccolo. You say no, the tall. You say the tall guy. I'm like, yeah, that's Piccolo. <laughs> no, he he was a big fan of Cell. Okay, okay. Me on well, the other hand. <laughs> you on the other hand, what? What? Who is your favorite let, character let, in the movie? I did enjoy Piccolo. I, I thought yeah. his transformation was pretty excellent. Uh, I guess since we're on the topic, let's just get into it, right? Yeah. So, One second, let me make him put his shirt on if he's going to stay in the video. <laughs> you got to put his shirt on if you're going to stay in the... Yeah, we put the video online and there's, you know, people that would Creepy people. that. All right, so, yeah, let's get into it. Dragon Ball Super, superhero. Now, do you know the ironic thing about that name? Uh, the fact, I think I actually remember reading this, because we talked about the redundancy of superhero after being super, and the person... Didn't realize it was called Dragon Ball Super, I think is what it was. He forgot that it was called ah. Dragon Ball Super, right? So so he forgot. So he probably was going in like, oh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z, superhero. Yeah, that sounds dope. And then <laughs> he gave it to his team and they're like, Dragon Ball Super, superhero. What the hell? And nobody had the balls to say anything to him. That's like the biggest issue that they had, right? Nobody was like, um, excuse me, uh, Mr. Toriyama. Uh, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Super, superhero? Should we not just call it Dragon Ball Super Hero? Uh, so, yeah, it was kind of silly. <laughs> technically, it's Toriyama's fault, but it's also because his team are a bunch of little pussies and did not say anything to him. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. So... <laughs> Basically, the movie, we get reintroduced to the Red Ribbon Army. It was a great little flashback um, showing, you know, Goku from Dragon Ball fucking up grown-ass men. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just taking down a whole organization, right? Nice little flashback. I totally forgot about all that shit. So it was, it was really cool, right? We jump into the movie. We get to see... Um, you know, Red Ribbon Army's coming back. We have Dr. Giroux's grandson, which going off the tree that they showed, it's his great-grandson. So I don't know why they kept calling him his grandson, right? Yeah. I don't know he if he caught super that. super superhero. <laughs> yes, but that's also, a, but that's an English dub, tr like that's a translation, right? So like they could have dubbed it correctly, right? So that's on the yeah. English, you know what I mean? That's like true. That's true. Right? But maybe I'm just mis misremembering what the what the family tree looks like, right? So his great grandson is what I'm gonna call him. He's basically has you know the the Jiro thing. They make androids, right? And the premise of the story is basically a Piccolo story, right? I don't think I've ever heard Piccolo talk so much in such a short amount of time, like. I was like, Piccolo, shut the fuck up. Like, why are you still talking, dude? Like, 
<laughs> right? Like, why does he have a fucking phone? That shit. Well, well, so no, 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 no. That that's 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 part of the joke, which I actually really enjoyed. That right? So Piccolo, yeah. Pic- so basically, it's like Gohan would have gave him that phone, right? Who says yeah. here? This you live out in the mountains. This is easier for us to contact you. You're essentially our babysitter slash stepfather or adoptive father. You know what I mean? So Piccolo and Gohan have that father-son relationship, so it kind of makes sense. But the funniest thing about it is the way he holds his phone. He holds it like like this to to talk on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking hilarious, right? I I did find that hilarious. Right? And then all the little, like, stuffed animals, and even the phone case was that stupid little cat, right? You love these it, plushies, don't you, Piccolo? No, don't buy any more. I hate them all. <laughs> right? So, yeah, right? So it's just catching up, and then Piccolo gets jumped by one of the evil androids, and this is where we meet Gamma 2, right? And he put, like, okay, I've been saying this for years. Everybody loves Piccolo. Everybody respects Piccolo. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, Piccolo's like the Kakashi to Naruto and Sasuke and them. And it's like, no. No, he is not. Piccolo is a fucking scrub. Like, I'm sorry, but Ooh. but Piccolo Piccolo got his got beat up right in the bat, like right off the bat, and then he bounced. Then he gets a power boost from Shenron, still gets beaten up. Then he gets another power, like an extra power boost from Shenron, and he still gets beaten up. Like, Piccolo. Like, people make fun of Vegeta, but, like, no. This, like, Piccolo is the Dragon Ball scrub. Like, it goes Yamcha, Piccolo. Yamcha, Piccolo. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, you're going to put Piccolo below Krillin? Yo, Krillin's the goat, bro. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> who, else, who else was going to save that fine-ass Bulma? Like, come on. Vegeta was not around. Who else... So who saved Bulma? Let's hear it. With her her magic ass and her magic wrinkles. Yeah, but who saved her? Let's hear it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Krillin. Exactly. So don't don't you police uniform? Don't dare! Don't you dare disrespect Krillin. (laughs) Krillin's the man. I'll give the credit to his destructo disc did some shit. Yeah, and his solar flare. Yeah, (laughs) right. He came in clutch. So. But yeah, so basically, the Red Ribbon's plan is to kidnap, like, they were supposed to, no, it's supposed to be Trunks, wasn't it? No, No, it was Pan. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. I'm thinking, I I, I just rewatched, like, I rewatched all the Dragon Ball movies, so I'm getting them mixed up. But, um, yeah, because Emperor Pilaf plan, like, he did some shit in in the first, in uh, Battle of the Gods, but whatever, that's besides the point. So... The Red Ribbon Army convinces Jiro's great-grandson that the Saiyans are these evil aliens, right? And they hatch this plan to go and steal Pan, who's Gohan's daughter, right? Piccolo infiltrates the base. Here's the plan. He volunteers to go grab Pan, right? Pan knocks out one of the guys to go, like, that comes to kidnap her. And Piccolo's like, hey, fills her in on the plan. Hey, I need you to come. and let me put this out here right now. Piccolo is a piece of shit, right? So he basically went along with this plan. No, no, straight up. Piccolo went along with this plan just so that Gohan would stop being a lazy bum and start training again. Like, that's the whole premise of the movie, is Piccolo did all this shit so that Gohan would come and fucking, you know what I mean? He's like, oh yeah, there is threats out here, so I should keep training. That was the whole premise of the movie, which really, really annoys me. Everybody's like, oh, it's character growth, it's character growth. You're, you're telling me that this guy literally put that little child in harm's way because, for one, Piccolo gets bodied by both of the fucking androids, right? So if the androids wanted to hurt Videl, Piccolo could not fucking save her. You know what I mean? Man. Or, yeah, sorry, Pan. So Piccolo <laughs> wouldn't be able to save Pan. You get what I'm saying here? Like, yeah. there's no fucking character growth. I don't know what the hell people are talking about on the internet. But, like, P- 
Piccolo is an asshole. Let me just throw I'll that say, out there. I'll say this. There was character growth because Piccolo did grow. And then he got his ass beat again. Well, he did say that the power growth wasn't. It was just a, a bluff. He called it a bluff, too, though. He did. He did. But that's some bullshit because when I grow big in Xenoverse, I beat the hell out of people. So, like, I don't know. I don't know, like, like, like Lord Slug, when he turned big, he's beating the fuck out of Goku and them. So it's not really that much of a bluff, right? Maybe just Piccolo's fucking bitch ass, maybe, right? It was a Namekian bluff. Fuck, man. Even Lord Slug could beat up Piccolo, man. I'm sorry, but like, I really. This movie made me really dislike Piccolo, and he spoke way too much throughout it, right? Yeah, he did a lot of talking. They must have paid that voice actor quite a bit. That's not Sabat, too, is it? It is. It is Sabat. Yeah, so he's he's Vegeta, he's Piccolo, he's. Goku, he's Yamcha. No, he's not Go. He's not Goku. Oh, I thought Sabat was Goku. No, that's Vegeta and uh, Piccolo. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, oh my god, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but, uh, yeah, I forget what- I thought Christopher Sabat was Goku, hold on one second, maybe I'm getting the names backwards. No, Sabat is, is Vegeta and Piccolo, and, um, fuck, I can't remember his name, but he does Goku and King Kai. That I do know. Why the hell can't Uh, I remember his name? That's gonna annoy the hell out of me. I'm working on it. Sean Schemmel, that's it. Sean Schemmel is Goku. That's what I just said. Sean Schemmel is Goku's voice. And he also does King Kai. So yes, they're two different voices. So Sean Schemmel wasn't really in this movie at all, right? He had his like no. 10 minutes. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, but Chris Sabat, like, even though he's Vegeta, he's still Piccolo. And he did way too much. I think this is, I think this movie has more Chris Sabat talking than all of Dragon Ball Z combined. Think about it. Vegeta doesn't talk much. Neither does fucking Piccolo. Right? So combined, basically this fucking entire movie of Piccolo talking. So, um, but yeah. So like, I did, I don't know why, but I really started to dislike Piccolo because of this movie. And then when he called his new form, Orange Piccolo, Piccolo. (laughs) I about walked out of the theater. I'm not, I'm not fucking lying to you. Right? This is just, this is like, Dragon Ball is so lazy. You know, um, you know who Frieza is, right? Yes. Yes. Frieza now in the manga, he just got a new form. Can you can you guess what it's fucking called? I actually heard it on the internet because of spoilers. It's black fucking Frieza. Like, come on, become more creative. Like orange Piccolo, black Frieza, fucking Wasn't the Goku, last one Goku Black. Golden Frieza, Super Saiyan Blue, like fuck. You guys are so lazy, so fucking lazy. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for Bleach to come back. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, so they kidnap Pan. Piccolo goes to basically notify Gohan that Pan has been taken. Gohan's like, "Oh no, they didn't." Flies over to the Red Ribbon Army. Right, starts fighting with the androids. He's giving them the work, right? It's Gohan. Gohan's, you know what I mean. Gohan's the man. Like he's my little fucking image there. You see it. You see him there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right. So basically, Gohan's giving the androids like the work. Piccolo is getting beat up up until he turns orange, and then he fucking Saitama one punches fucking Gamma Two. Right? Gamma Two just gets dropped. Right. <laughs> Which is actually yeah, kind of weird. funny. I, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh, what a bitch. Right? Gohan and Gamma 1 are scrapping it out. Then, oh, fuck. I forget what the hell their names are. But it's like two short-ass dudes. So you got Jero's grandson, and you got the leader of the Red Ribbon Army. So the leader of the Red Ribbon Army basically goes and he's like, all right, these androids are losing. So we have this cell dude in the basement. I'm going to free him. He prematurely frees Cell Max, and Cell Max starts going crazy. Now, I think his name was like Magenta or whatever, right? So yeah, Magenta. You're talking about the, the the grandson, right? No, the bad guy, like the yeah, leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor He Doctor Hito was the was the was the grandson. Android maker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, I just forgot his name. What the fuck? Magenta. Magenta. So Magenta tries to kill. 
um, Dr. Hito, right? The grandson. And, you know, he talks about how he's got this, like, impenetrable skin. Like, he's got really tough skin, so bullets won't hurt him. So he survives. He has this, like, killer bee that stings Magenta, killing Magenta. But Magenta releases Cell Max. And then all hell breaks loose, right? Can I just say that ridiculous bee sting after his android body reveal thing? Like, he was doing all these... You can see his eyes getting yellow, and he was doing all these ridiculous moves, and it was just so Dragon Ball. Oh, I mean, it was kind of like, you get it was kind of, yes, it was very exaggerated, but it's like, he just got hit with neurotoxin. So, like, how, you know what I mean? Like, you, your body would act kind of fucked up, right? And because it's anime, bodies already move kind of re- fucked <laughs> up anyways, right? So regained control just enough to press that button. <laughs> yeah, right? And, like... He goes and he takes his suit jacket off, hangs it up on like a random coat rack that he pulled out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? So like that whole shit was stupid. But Cell busts out and Cell just starts wrecking, wrecking the place, right? So the androids, the Z fighters, Gohan, Piccolo, um, Krillin, Trunks, 18. Go-tan. Trunks and Goten and Bulma all show up. I don't know why Bulma keeps bringing her stupid ass around these fucking events, right? But she's always getting caught up in some bullshit. It's like, just stay the fuck at home. Send a droid. You're telling me you don't have, like, a little tiny flying fucking droid that you could go send to the battle so your stupid ass isn't always getting blown up and needing to be caught by Krillin? Like, come on, Bulma. Just keep your big ass at home, all right? Like, just stay at home. Right. I wonder how many times she's wished that thing to be bigger. I don't know. She should have wished for it in, in, in Fortnite because she's a fucking stick figure in Fortnite. I seen somebody post, like, of all of all the Bulmas they could have picked, they chose stick figure Bulma. And then, I like, I wrote in the comments, I was like, oh, no wonder she wished for a booty in the movie. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, like, I don't know if you played Fortnite recently, but Bulma is legitimately a stick figure. But, yeah, so you have you have one more week to unlock the free uh, Dragon Ball glider, which is like actually a really cool glider because you summon the seven Dragon Balls and then Shenron comes out and then you ride Shenron down to the battlefield. Pretty dope. Yeah, so, I mean, you have to do... There's seven seven different quests and you have to do three quests to get the Dragon Ball, right? So you don't even have to do all the quests. You just got to do three of each. Hmm. So three times seven. And I'm too lazy to do that math. I think it's like 21, yeah. Yeah, so basically, Cell, he's he's wrecking house. You know, Goten and Trunks fuse, but fuck it up. So we get fat go go tanks, which was kind of funny, um, but quite useless. And then at the end of the movie, they go to fuse again for some reason. Like, Pan is flying around, and like they're doing the fusion dance. And it's like, the fight's over. What the fuck are you idiots doing? You know what I mean? Like, and I didn't, didn't even, they teased it and didn't even show it. And they didn't even we didn't even see Teen Go Tanks, which is a very much a piss off. Let me say. Yeah, right? everyone that was so uh, this mind you, the theater that I was in was not empty. I was expecting a lot less people. I figured, you know, it's it's popular, but how popular could it be? The fucking theater was damn near full, and everyone's around me. Dude, he just got shot. I've never seen that in a Dragon Ball show. Blah blah blah. Oh, Fat Go Ten. Blah blah blah. And then. Oh, they teased us. They got him defused perfectly, and they didn't show it. What the fuck? There is no evidence that he fused perfectly. Let me tell you that much, right? They flashed yeah. by so quick, right? Yeah. They could have. They could have fucked it up. Their feet. They could have been at the wrong angle. Anything could have happened. We have no idea. So, those people were going a little too hard. But like, yes, they didn't show the perfect form, and that's very, very annoying, right? Yeah. So. But yeah, so Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 tell everybody about Cell Max's weakness, which turns out to be the top of his fucking head, and Gamma 2 goes and sacrifices himself to do absolutely nothing. So Gamma 2 just wasted his life for no reason, didn't do anything to Cell Max, right? He turned him, he turned him gray and cut off his hand. He turned him slightly gray and cut off his hand. That was Yes, it. yeah, right? Not even, like just the, the arm that got cut off turned gray right and that's all that he did 
Yeah, right? But then Selmax turns around and rips off one of fucking Piccolo's arms. So now we got two people with fucking one arm running around. Like, I was like, oh, is Gohan going to lose his hand here? Like, you know, future Gohan from the Trunks timeline? But no, unfortunately it was like not. Fucking, uh, it was like the fight between the giant robot and the giant lizard thing in Fortnite season, what the fuck ever. Yeah, it was... Um, to be honest, I do not like big, like, combat, like... Because it's so I slow. Yeah, because it's so slow. But when both things are big and like, you don't have like small people around, they fight at normal speed. But when there is normal people around, they move like fucking snails. And it's like, Cell Max punching so slow. And it's like, how are you guys not able to move the fuck out of the way? Like, he's going, swiping the ground, super fucking slow. And he hits every single fucking person. Like, nobody had time to jump over his fucking hand. Like, come on, people. Right? Not to mention, we saw Pan run, like, fucking fast as fuck. And that's Pan, a three-year-old little girl. She's untrained compared to these idiots. And they just stood there, and they were like, oh, a big hand! <laughs> yeah, right? So, like, that shit's ridiculous, but, like, that's anime logic. That shit happens everywhere, right? Yeah. So, basically, Piccolo goes in, and... What, what trigger... His grew back, like, quick. Yeah, no, no, but that's that's a thing of, of Piccolo. But, like, I can't remember what triggers Gohan to snap. Oh, um... Oh, was it when, when Cell had, had, had Piccolo up on his arm, like, in the air? Yeah, like, everybody him? else was already fucked up and basically done for, and Piccolo was all, like, white-eyed yeah, like so, dead. Yeah, so Cell, Cell Max beat the fuck out of Piccolo, and then he's, like, holding him up in the air, like... Uh, I can't even think of 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 what anime. Like a fish trophy. It's like a fish trophy. Yeah, I guess right, but not really. So just basically, his fist is in his stomach, and he's holding up in the air. Gohan thinks that he's killed Piccolo, and Gohan snaps, and we get Gohan Beast, whatever. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. I don't think it has an official name, but people are calling him Beast Gohan on the internet, right? So, I thought it was, like, the Ultra Instinct shit. No, it's not Ultra Instinct. Ultra Instinct doesn't have the red eyes. Like, it's his own transformation that's supposed to put him on par with, like, he's supposed to be the strongest one now in the universe, which I find is some bullshit. Where is people getting this information? Because what did he do, right? So let's break that. Let's break down the fight between Beast Gohan and Cell Max. All right? So... The fight starts off, Gohan transforms like it's almost exactly like what happened with Cell, right? Cell steps on the android's head and Gohan gets that little fucking beam, like that line that goes across the fucking screen. And then he just screams and transforms, right? And his hair looks like how when he turned Super Saiyan 2 fighting Cell, it got really fucking extremely long for some reason and very spiky and um i have to say it looked fucking dumb right yeah, at least weird. like like a certain angles was... yes right the length was just it was way too long it made no fucking sense right but like certain angles like when you're looking at him straight on like my display picture he looks fine right but you see a clip where pan comes up and she sees them and Gohan's, like tall. Gohan's hair is like three feet out, off, sticking out the back of his fucking head. Looks right? like a bunch of daggers sticking off the top of his head. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a little. It was just way too long, right? But yeah. so let let let's let let's let's break this down, right? So Gohan transforms, and Cell is like, well, Cell's just like a mindless creature. So Cell goes, throws a punch at Gohan. And Gohan, like, just stands there and tanks it, right? And he has, you know, the cliche line of, is that all you got? Right? And then, you know what I mean? And then he basically just, like, pushes him away, runs in, punches him, and then everybody else joins in, and then they all get smacked away. So then Piccolo comes up with the idea of, all right, I'm going to hold him down, and Gohan, you charge up and take out his fucking head, right? And so that's what they do. Piccolo gets fucking shit wrecked for like a good three minutes. Piccolo's just getting beat up. He even grows his arm back and he's still fucking absolutely useless. 
and we actually see Gohan, he's charging up a special beam cannon. Bro, I got super hyped when he did this, right? Like, I, um, I immediately went back to the Goku Raditz Piccolo fight. Yeah, right? That's exactly what it was all over again. Oh, yeah, right? Now, here's the other thing. I wish that the English dub kept the Japanese names for the moves, right? Like, like in Japanese, the special beam cannon is called the Mako Senpo. Like, it sounds so much better than special beam cannon. You know what I mean, right? So, like, I was really hoping, like, that he would say the Mako Senpo and shoot that shit. But, like, he, d- he didn't. He said special no. beam cannon. No. No, he did he not. He said <laughs> fucking special beam cannon. But don't get me wrong. Special beam cannon is one of my favorite moves. I still use it on my main blast character in Xenoverse, right? Like, when I'm fighting raid bosses, I'm just sitting there fucking special beam cannon the shit out of the boss. You know what I mean? So It is a beast uh, move. It is a beast move. Yeah, right? So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, right? Gohan hits Cell in the head, and Cell fucking blows up. Everybody goes and flies, flies away. Uh, Gotenks ass is hanging out for like half the fight and um, yeah that's basically the end of the movie right we also didn't talk about there's a train there's some training going on with Goku and Broly which lasts for two seconds right Um, yeah right but then after that Whis tells Broly to watch Goku and Vegeta fight and learn how to fight without destroying the floor underneath you. And then they start fighting, flying around, and then we cut back. And then at the very end of the movie, we get the final scene, which is Vegeta finally beat Goku. Vegeta has finally beaten Goku. And Goku falls down defeated. And I think Vegeta says, I won. I don't remember. Did Vegeta say anything after he won? I didn't stay for the credits. I didn't know there was anything after. Ah, shit. All right. So basically, we get the conclusion of that fight, right? I told you I didn't stay for it either, but I knew about the post credit scene before going in. And basically, Vegeta and Goku go to punch each other, and Goku falls down, and Vegeta's still standing. And Vegeta wins the fight. And I think Broly is, like, crying, right? It's the weirdest shit but here's the thing there's fucking craters all around them goku falls down into a crater they're fighting in a crater so we's telling broly watch goku and vegeta fight without destroying the surroundings and the whole fucking field is full of craters they destroyed the surroundings let me tell you that right so i don't know what broly's supposed to learn because they're still blowing shit up I, uh, I think right there you need to put in that disrespect your surroundings uh, tag. I don't know what that is. It's a metal song. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so, but yeah, that that's basically super in a nutshell, uh, or superhero in a nutshell. Um, you know, we left out the boring parts because it's just basically Piccolo talking, and it's fucking weird seeing Piccolo talk so much. Right? We're seeing him as the main character. Well, I don't mind that as much, but I mean, I guess you can't be a main character without fucking speaking, but it's like, it's just, you know what I mean? Like in the Dragon Ball Broly movie, Piccolo contacts Goku and he's like, Goku, are you all right? And then Goku's like talking to him and then he goes, well, I won't, meet, I won't be much help. I'll just get in the way. And then Piccolo goes, or Goku goes, all right, well, stand by in case I need you. And then Piccolo's like, oh, well, it must be that bad if you're going to say that. And then that's it. Those are all Piccolo's lines. Like, he does not talk much. You know what I mean? Like, He also wouldn't be wrong to say, I don't think I'll be much use here. (laughs) No, Piccolo's fucking useless. Piccolo is useless. I mean, on a strength scale, it definitely still would be Yamcha, Krillin, Tien, Piccolo, Roshi, Gohan, Vegeta, Goku, right? Um, On a normal day. Roshi about Piccolo? Oh, 100%. 100%. I guess Big Roshi, yeah, he might be pretty, pretty beefy. Um, well, fuck, man. In the manga, he did a lot more shit than Piccolo in, in, in the Tournament of Power, right? And if he wasn't getting... I can't remember who he, who he was fighting, but he was getting jumped, right? And then he, like, 
but he still took out a few people, right? Piccolo, Piccolo didn't do shit in the Tournament of Power. He fought with Gohan. Gohan did all the fucking work. You know what I mean? Like, I just... Oh, as business as usual. <laughs> yeah, bro. I've just, like, completely lost all respect for Piccolo because I was like, oh, yes, Piccolo got a new form. Da-da-da-da-da. And, like, he one-punched the, the Gamma 2, and that was it. That was it. Yeah. And so my other gripe with this movie is that they don't they weren't fighting like Dragon Ball, right? Like Dragon Ball is all about like that, like, you know, throwing a whole bunch of punches and kicks like in a split second, right? In this movie, I found they were just running around power punching each other. Like they would just fly in, punch, and then the guy would fly away and then fly back in and punch. And they were just power punching each other back and forth. And I was like, where's the martial arts? Like, this is just fucking Superman fighting. Like, literally, it's like watching a Superman movie because that's how Superman fights. He punches the guy and then flies into him and punches him again. Like, that's all the fighting was. So, like, that was really the downfall for me, right? So, like, on a scale of 1 to 10 for this movie, nostalgia-wise, I give it a 7. But if I give it on a Dragon Ball movie, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, it had good disposition and, and the story and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's not what Dragon Ball is about. I understand you people might like that, but I came to watch a Dragon Ball movie. The Dragon Ball movie is all about fucking screaming, blowing shit up, and fast fighting. And there was no fast fighting and a little bit of blowing up and a lot of story, right? So maybe my expectations for the movie were just different than everybody else's, but I wanted to see Dragon Ball fighting. And the fact of Gohan got this new form and he had it for, what, three minutes of the fucking movie and all of a sudden everybody's like oh he's the strongest character in dragon ball i don't know what the fuck people are smoking right so but if i give it a dragon ball movie rating it would be a five but a four okay i i'll give it a five but overall as a movie i give it a seven yeah right? I, I can agree with the seven as a movie but i um when i hear dragon ball I think Goku. When I see five, well, see, but, maybe ten uh, minutes. Yeah, no, and, and we've talked about this before, but like the majority of people going into that movie should have known that it wasn't a Goku movie, right? And the the people, I guess people like you who are still catching up with everything wouldn't know that, but at the same time, if you watched the trailer, you would know Goku and Vegeta weren't in the movie, right? Yeah, it's very, sure it's very. It's very blatant that they're not going to be in the movie. And it's been like it's been out there like throughout the community that it's not a Goku and Vegeta movie. Right. So yeah. I I knew that going in. So I didn't really care. But I thought it was going to be a Gohan movie. This was a fucking Piccolo movie. I don't want to watch a Piccolo movie. I want to watch a Gohan movie. But I don't want to watch a fucking Piccolo movie. I am sorry to all the Piccolo fans out there. But that's not my man's, all right? Like, yeah. that's your man's, and he got beat up worse than fucking Vegeta. He is worse than Vegeta. And the other thing is, is he's weaker than Vegeta, right? So, you know what I mean? A like, a lot weaker than Vegeta, right? So, Vegeta getting beat up, Piccolo would fucking die, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, well, I'll, I'll stand there. What, what did your... So, you, you agree with the seven? We'll give this movie yeah. a seven? I agree a seven's fair on that. All right, seven for Dragon Ball Super Superhero. So basically, Bullet Train, what's his name? Uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Right? Brad Pitt and a whole bunch of other actors that uh, I couldn't tell you their names except for Ryan Reynolds. Um, uh, Zazie Beats was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. She was in it for a whole Bunny. two seconds. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Was that Bad Bunny? Was, that the was Bad wolf, Bunny. The wolf was Bad Bunny? yeah. Oh, I'm mixing. Oh, okay, I'm mixing up him and Jay Balvin. Okay, that's my bad. All right. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson was that's Tangerine. Right. Yep, that's right. And the um, other guy was uh, Lemon. I can't, I can't remember Lemon's real name. He's a funny fuck. No, he's in a uh, lot of shit. I can't remember. Yeah, his name either. he's funny as fuck. He was. It, th those two were the best part of that movie for me. I didn't care for Aaron Taylor Johnson. Not gonna lie. I thought he like... was such a prick, and I loved it so much. Don't get me wrong, I love the asshole character, but I was just like, I hate your accent. <laughs> I think that's his real <laughs> accent. That is his real accent. 
I, Isn't I was it? like, he's yeah. so thickly British, like, good God. <laughs> right? And I knew it wasn't fake because he kept saying, like, there were certain words that you could tell if, like, an American says it, even if they're doing, like, a British accent, you can kind of still tell, right? But, like, yeah. he was, like, you know what I mean? Like, bollocks and, 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 and you know what I mean? Like, wanker, just, like, all kinds of other shit. Like, he was just saying random shit, which would be really cool though if it was like improvised in, into the movie like he just added those things it wasn't written into the script i have no idea yeah. i did not look at any behind the scenes about this movie but i mean i don't know i fucking like don't get me wrong i didn't hate him i didn't hate anybody in this movie i just didn't care for it about that i hated the russian i liked the actor but i hated him the rush oh the the fucking douche but the, the mask. white the white death yeah him that fucking yeah. He sucked. This is the most Russian nickname I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The White Death. This fucking Russian dude who joins the fucking Yakuza. Like, what? Yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> they would never... I'm, I'm, let me rephrase that. I'm fairly certain they would never, ever, ever do that. I could be wrong, though. I don't know shit about the Yakuza. No, I mean it it's possible, right? Like the way that they the way that they played it out in the movie is he worked his way up the ranks and then got to second in command essentially be by being good at what he does. Right? No, don't get me wrong, the movie made sense of it. I just don't know the real life Yakuza would actually be like, Yeah, let's bring a white dude in. No, there's there's a I guarantee you there's like plenty of gaiju like Yakuza members all over the place. Right, like a lot. Like I guarantee, there's even black guys who are who who are probably part of the yakuza. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big organization. You know what I mean? That's fair. So, That's fair. And you got to think too, though. <clears throat> there are white people, and there are other races that live in Japan, right? So they're not all just That's strictly, sure. you know what I mean? The traditional Japanese. They could be a white. Japanese or they could be a black Japanese, right? So that's true. Yeah, mixed. Yeah. Going along those lines, right? If you're just in the criminal organization, I mean, they're not a biker club, right? So like they won't have those kind of race restrictions, right? You're that's Japanese, true. you're you're born here, you're down for the cause. I think you're you'll get in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's kinda okay. like the Irish, the Irish in the in the Italian mob, right? There's a lot of Irishmen in the Italian mob, right? And you know what I mean? I mean, that is a little bit different, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just Italians in the mob. It was, you know, other races were also like they're Jewish guys, Italian guys, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. So if you look at it like that, I don't really see that too much as a, as that big of a deal. Right. You got to look at things too. Enough. Like you got to think too, like, um, the last samurai. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. 47 Ronan. Right, forty-seven Ronin again, and um, shit. The one movie I wanted to say now, I just completely the last oh, samurai, the last samurai, and then Iron Fist. The whole premise of Iron Fist. Oh yeah, yeah, Danny Rand. Good right, point. they do. So they do that all over the place, right? So like it, you should kind of be used to it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know I mean? fair enough. You got because you got to think about it, right? The white people, the white people are the invasive species on this fucking planet. Maybe not so much anymore, right? But you know what I mean? If you're doing anything, there's always a white guy in part of the group. You know what I mean? Like, there's white people in everything. <laughs> so, essentially, the movie, we see Brad Pitt get sent onto this train to recover this case. And it turns out that he is just filling in for another agent who I'm drawing a blank on his name. But it's Ryan Reynolds, typically yep. Ryan Reynolds, right? <laughs> and the premise of the movie is all these assassins are all linked together in, in, in one facet or another, right? Mm -hmm. And essentially, yeah, it's, it's, it's really fucked up. I don't really know it's how so to... Wild. It's wild. Yeah, right? So you ever... go, I could do a quick like tie together. Brad Pitt is a snatch-and-grab guy. He goes to get this case. He's on the train, and then Bad Bunny shows up to kill him because Bad Bunny thinks that he killed his wife at, the, at their wedding. His wife didn't actually get killed by him. He got killed by somebody else. 
Ooh. But here's the here's the thing that's messed up though, right? When Brad Pitt pulls out the letter that has the kill like his target, it's Zaza Beats. So it's like, why the fuck? Like his job was to go there to kill the what was her name? The wasp? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Whatever whatever her but name no, is. No, he wasn't there to kill anybody. Yes, he was. That's he why was only he, there to get he, the briefcase. The wolf? Oh, no, I'm talking no, about the wolf. wolf. The, wolf. Oh. the wolf was sent there to kill Zaza Beats, right? Because she was the wasp or whatever the fuck her name was, right? The poison chick, right? Yeah. That's and that's who was in the fucking like in the letter. Like, you know when he pulled out the envelope? It was a picture of Zaza Beats, right? So my so, my thinking is he remembered him from spilling the wine on his chest. He does, but that's what I mean, though. He was he was hired to kill the doctor. Therefore, he knows what the doctor is, who killed everybody. Yet he still went after Brad Pitt. You get what I'm saying? Well, he was in the way. He was he was kind of like going to be collateral damage because he he opened. No, the door no, the no. Species. He was like, oh, you're the waiter. You fucking killed my family. That's what I'm saying. You know, you're not wrong when you're saying that, right? But. Going from the logic of he was sent there to kill the fucking doctor, he had a picture of the fucking doctor, yet yeah. he still was trying to kill Brad Pitt for killing his family, right? Mm. See that that's 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 one kind of plot hole that they did not fucking get to, and it was kind of confusing. And he died in the funniest way. He tries to throw a knife at Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt fucking blocks it with the briefcase. And it fucking stabs the wolf in the heart, and the wolf is dead. So that's the end of the wolf. That's one assassin gone, right? Continue. All right. So then, that whole thing with the the the, the scene with the wife comes back. He he spilled the shit on her chest, uh, on his chest, and then he dies. We find out there's a snake on the train too, by the way, that's escaped from the zoo or whatever. That's extremely poisonous. One bite will kill you. Well, the snake and that's on the fucking train. The, the snake was stolen from the zoo. Yeah, right. And the snake is has the poison that Zaza Beats uses. So she's yeah. the one who had the snake on the train. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how the snake got on the train. Yeah. So then we get Lemon and Tangerine, who have been hired by somebody. I think they said that the White Death hired him. Yes, the White Death yes. hired, hired them because of his son, like, got kidnapped and they were going to get a ransom or some shit like that. They got the ransom and the son back. The, and then the son fucking just dies. And he's got all the blood pouring out of his shit. And they're like, oh, fuck. We're, yeah, the, so we're supposed to be the yeah, best. But... We can't let this happen like that. Right. So, but before the son gets killed, right, he gets poisoned, right? But before that, they lose the ransom, right? So their whole thing of them trying to find, like, there's this whole back and forth of, like, even Channing Tatum's in the movie, right? Brad yeah. Pitt at one point gives gives fucking Channing Tatum, like, his hat and glasses and, He's you know. Like, is this going to be a sex thing? Yeah, it was Channing Tatum was actually pretty good in this movie. Like he had like five lines, and they were fucking hilarious every time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. You do realize why like everybody was in this movie, right? No. So, the Lost City, Brad Pitt, Channing Tatum, Tanner Bull. Okay. Deadpool two, Ryan Reynolds, Brad Pitt. Okay. And now I don't remember exactly where Aaron Taylor Johnson was with him, but the every and I believe David Leach can, uh, directed this movie. If I'm not mistaken, David Leach directed it, and David Leach directed Deadpool too. That's a little bit of a reach. Well, the three Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and uh, Brad Pitt were in the movie together. Yes. So I think Ryan Reynolds was paying back the favor for Brad Pitt's cameo in Deadpool 2 by showing up as his piece in this movie because Brad Pitt cameoed in Deadpool 2 as the invisible guy. Okay. Yeah, so, so that no, was no, his okay. payback. Okay. I don't I'm, know where I'm, Aaron Taylor-Johnson comes into it, though, because he's... you got to like realize they're game. still writing a movie. They could just hire actors. Like, not everything has to be connected. 
No, right? I don't think it's connected you like see, that. But I think see, see, see folks, this is this is how you know John is a Marvel movie fan because all these Marvel dickheads try and make all these damn speculations to collect Dude. and connect everything together. I'm not calling Dude. you a dickhead. I'm calling the Marvel community dickheads. Dude. But I'm saying you're like one of those dickheads, right? You make it. You're, like you're just reaching. You're reaching, bro. What are you gonna say next? It was Mephisto all along, yeah. bro. Well, come on, <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't he the White Death? <laughs> right? He's no, the one who gave thinking... the White Death his abilities. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> I think it was, I don't think it was connected, like, multiverse connected or anything like that. I just think everyone kind of, Zazie Beats, another person from Deadpool 2. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these actors have worked together in some capacity before, so it was kind of like the good chemistry that they already had. I guess, right? But, like, when you say that, though, like, Zaza Beats never worked with Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, or... Brad Pitt, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, same thing. And then uh, Ryan Reynolds wasn't interacting with anybody, so he didn't have any chemistry with... He didn't need to have chemistry with anybody, right? No, I think it was David Leach that brought him together, though. No, but, no, no, uh, and that's I fine, but I... Wrong. But uh, I, just, I, just, I just think, I don't know, that's, that's a bit... I think that's a bit much for a reach. I understand the cameo thing. The cameo thing with uh, Ryan Reynolds makes sense, right? Yeah. But trying to connect everything else i don't know about that right but yeah oh so, shit i didn't realize he was in charge of all these movies fuck <laughs> but yeah so basically lemon and tangerine chasing trying to find the briefcase that brad pitt has right brad pitt walks past this fucking girl and i was just like okay well she's the bad guy right and he there's this yakuza dude and he's there to kill the girl because she pushed his son off a building. Now, at the end of this, every person is connected by the same thing. And we'll get into that when we get there. But, yeah. like, it just it just makes... Uh, I, I don't fucking know, man. It's... It's... it's it's trying all tied to break together, it, man. It's all, it's tied, all together. tied together, but like it's it's very hard to do this movie very quickly without just breaking it down the whole thing, right? So essentially, the train slowly empties as they get further and further through Japan, right? Then we find out the whole train was bought out, right, by the White Death, and they're gonna kill everybody on the train because. Lemon and, and Lemon and Tangerine are just fucking... No, I don't think he knew his son was dead. But, like, Lemon and Tangerine were just fucking around, and the White Devil's like, yeah, I run the Yakuza. I don't need this shit, so I'm just gonna kill everybody. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah. So then, basically, we find out that the girl is the White Death's daughter. Right? That yeah, he, we find that, that out of way at the end, but yeah. Right. I, I'm just I'm just getting to the end of the movie. Like all the in between doesn't really matter. I think we should just jump yeah. to the end and and finish this off, and right? Just, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah. So the girl is the White Death's daughter, right? The Yakuza guy, right? He, his son was pushed off the roof by the White Death's daughter. Yeah. The Yakuza guy's father used to be Yakuza, and he was there when the White Death took over, and the White Death actually killed his family, like his wife, right? Except so, yeah, he killed pretty much his entire organization, too. Right? So, so there, those three are all connected to the White Death. The White Death hired um, the wolf. Oh, Hold on. The wolf. Yeah, he did hire Lemon and Tangerine, right? That's That's... that's pretty obvious right that's the only one we really know about throughout the whole movie right the white death hires the wolf to kill zaza beats yeah. right the the white death hires zaza beats to kill his son and pay her with the ransom money mm -hmm. right so that's why she wanted the briefcase. Right? Yeah, fucked up like three times in that movie, by the way. Every time that anyone walked by that big stuffy, she just got fucked up. She got like oh, knocked yeah. over, punched in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, right? So that's them. 
And then Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was his agency. Supposed to be Ryan Reynolds. But no, yeah. But supposed to be Ryan Reynolds was hired by the White Death. So the White Death hired every single person on this fucking train to kill each other. And then he showed, like, that's the weird thing, right? So, like, if Zaza Beats killed his kid, took the briefcase with the payment in it, and left, how the fuck would Lemon and Tangerine, and I think Lemon, oh, because Lemon and Tangerine were the ones who killed all his men in that Bolivia incident, right? So he's going to kill them, too. So it was all a setup just to kill every single fucking person on this train, right? And then it turns out that he wanted to kill Brad Pitt, because he thought he was Ryan Reynolds' character, and Ryan Reynolds' character is the guy who kills the White Death's wife. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's how it's all brought together. The fucking train crashes, right? And oddly enough, like the three main characters survive. Right? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the Yakuza guy, even the White the one Death. Who we thought was dead. Yeah, so the Yakuza guy, the White Death, Tangerine, Yakuza Dad's father, and Brad Pitt all survived, right? How did the oh, girl Lemon die? Survived. Lemon survived. Yeah, Lemon, sorry, Le- uh, Lemon. And she died because she got run over by... Um... Oh, that's right. Yes, okay, so she, and she was, she was the sixth person who survived the train crash, right? So everybody who was alive on the train... Survived the crash, right? But, so, the White Death's daughter, she she set up a bomb in the briefcase, right? With the money, right? And then she also set up the Yakuza's guy's gun to explode when somebody shoots it, right? So her plan was to have the Yakuza guy do all of this shit, then... When the white, because the white death's thing is he kills the people with their own weapon. So mm-hmm. when the white death goes to kill the Yakuza guy, he'll fucking kill himself with the gun, right? So the gun is all set up. So then, yada, 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 the train crashes, right? Everybody survives. So the girl, she's standing there, and all of a sudden she gets fucking smoked by a truck who is driven by Lemon, it's fucking hilarious because it's a tangerine truck. A fucking tangerine truck runs over the girl, kills the girl. So Lemon, and that's the end of We See Lemon. I'm pretty sure he's still alive, whatever the case yeah, may he, be. Yeah, he lived through it, yeah. Right? The White Death. He killed my brother. Yeah. The White Death somehow was stabbed, like cut, like he, his shoulder and his body were not connected anymore. There was a gap there. Right? He still survived that and the crashing train, but he's holding the gun that was set up to explode. And as he goes to shoot Brad Pitt, his fucking head blows off, and it was fucking great. That was great. That was pretty fantastic. Right? I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't expect it to be. I thought the gun was just going to blow up in his hand, right? Not fucking shoot the goddamn, like, uh, the top of the gun. Right? The whole top of the gun shot back into his fucking brain, blew off half his fucking face. That was great, right? So the Yakuza guys, they go, all right, guide you, you're on your own, and they leave, right? Then Brad Pitt's like, all right, what the fuck do I do? And then we get the mysterious voice, right? He, Brad Pitt's been talking to somebody on his headset for the whole movie, or he's been calling, calling her the whole time. Did you pick up on who it was before? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. Her, I, I fucking didn't. Anywhere. I did she was not. Also in the trailer too, though they should they they I spoiled that wicked early. I but see, I watched the trailer way back when when I sent it to you, and that was the only time I seen it. Uh, right? Yeah, I don't even remember. Really I don't sure. even remember that. Right? But so the mysterious voice shows up. Sandra Bullock. Apparently, everybody knew that except for me. And yeah, so. She comes to pick up fucking Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt's like, I am the most unlucky person. She's like, no, no, you're not. And then a fucking light pole falls on the car, crushing the car, destroying it. And he's like, see, I'm fucking unlucky. And they walk off into Tokyo past all the police after they just walked out of this fucking 
brain wreck. Nobody stopped him. So, and, and that was the, and that was the end of the movie. All around, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than superhero. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I also sure. enjoyed it because the nonsense was just so over the top, and I love over the top. Yeah, right. To be honest, I was I didn't go into it like we were going to review it. So like I just enjoyed, right? Like I just yeah. went in like, like, like we were saying Walk like lat last week, right? Just turn the brain off and 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 watch a movie, right? And uh, it was great. It was great. Like I enjoyed all the connectivity. Um, yeah, like all that, like the intertwined stories, how every single person was basically just hired to kill the other person. And it's just this big circle just to kill a whole bunch of people. Like that is legitimately it, right? Because he hired Zaza Beats to kill his son, right? Hired Ryan Reynolds to steal the case, right? So therefore, Lemon and Tangerine were screwed from the get-go, right? They were never going to complete their mission, right? And yeah, like it was just, it was really good. So like if I was to say like definitely go and watch it. Like watch 100%. it on the big screen. It's fucking amazing. I loved it. I think the only way they could have made this movie any better was if Tarantino directed it. Can you imagine that... Tarantino directing that movie? Yeah. Eh, I don't know, man. I haven't really cared for anything Tarantino's done lately. What? I what loved is it? the hateful eight. I didn't see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though. I have not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, I think I said that last week, that I haven't seen that movie. Because um, I th think Sean was talking about it, but I, I yeah, don't Yeah, he know. mentioned it. He did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't seen that movie. But, like, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I can say I'm not really a Tarantino fan. Like, don't get me wrong. Pulp Fiction is one of my favorite movies. But, like, that's an old movie. You know what I mean? Come on, like, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained. Dusk Till Dawn. Okay. Okay. But again, Dusk Till Dawn is an old movie. Yeah, that's fair. Right. <laughs> you know um, what? You know what, Zach? What? You're a diesel. I am a diesel. <laughs> I, I To be honest, when I was watching that, I was like, yeah, I'm totally a fucking diesel. <laughs> but I was like, but I don't really cause shit like that. But then I was thinking about on my like recent experience and I was like, I guess I kind of did recently, but like, that's not my normal, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't say I'm a full on diesel, but uh, I'm like half diesel. Let's, let's just say that. I, and I, just, I fucking loved that whole dynamic that he was pulling everyone. <laughs> yes. So, so, so lemon learned how to read people from Thomas, the tank engine. And he basically would call people different trains from thomas the tank engine based on their personalities and uh so john is basically well, calling like calling me the troublemaker asshole um but yeah go watch the movie and you'll know what the fuck we're talking about yeah 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 he, the, we, we, uh, you're gonna pull out the stickers aren't you yeah i'm gonna pull out the stickers you know i always got my stickers oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, my god I'll, I'll probably end up going to see that shit again that was just too good yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Um, but yeah, so um, what would you rate it? Oh, that's an easy nine for me. Yeah, easy nine. Yeah, I'll give I I could give it a nine eight eight and a half nine. Yeah, we could give it a solid nine. I'm fine with that. I definitely was, jump way over superhero. It was fucking great. Yeah, no, for sure. Right. So yeah, superhero seven as a movie, five as a Dragon Ball movie. Yeah. And Bullet Train, solid nine. So, solid nine. Yeah. Solid so, nine. So, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so I guess that, I guess we're pretty much done. So, I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, so make sure you uh, check out our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe. Throw a like on the video. You know, you know that, you know that deal. Like and subscribe. Um, yeah. Hit and, the bell uh, so you get notifications, too. Ah, uh, we're weekly. You guys should know when we come out. I mean, lately it's been sporadic, but I mean, we're, we're going to try and get back on our Thursday release dates. As yeah. they say, shit happens. Basically. So mm -hmm. it's been a while, but you're going to get my spiel now. Social media. You can find us on Instagram at MNWTB Podcast, on Twitter at MNWTBoys, on TikTok at MNWTB Pod, and on Facebook at MNWTBoysPod. 
Yep, and uh, we are part of the Geek Talk Network, so make sure you check out the other show on the network, What in the Anime with Dustin and Tyler. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So I guess we can get the hell out of here. So it's been real, John. Zach, I think we can safely say today has been rail. Oh, I hate because you. Because we uh-huh. bullet train. I'm back, baby. Oh, God. All right. Well, whatever. Deuces. Thank you all so much for listening to Movie Night with the Boy.